see y'all here. Good to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Well, tonight, I would like to talk to you about uh, Barabbas and the, a divine picture of God's divine exchange. We have, I'm going to read the text in uh, Luke chapter 23. Verse 17 through 25, Luke 23, 17 through 25. For of necessity he must release one unto them at the feast. And they cried out all at once, saying, Away with this man, and release unto us Barabbas, who for a certain sedition made in the city and for murder was cast into prison. Pilate, therefore, willing to release Jesus, spake again to them, but they cried, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. And he said unto them the third time, Why? What evil hath he done? I have found no cause of death in him. I will therefore chastise him and let him go. And they were instant with loud voices, requiring that he might be crucified. And the voices of them and the chief priests prevailed. And Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they required. And he released unto them him that for sedition and murder was cast into prison, whom they had desired, but he delivered Jesus to their will. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask that you would bless my mind tonight and my words. I want to glorify you, and I want to preach the gospel. I want to preach about how Jesus made it possible for we that we could have all the blessings that you have to offer. And you can take away our sin and our judgment and our... the guilt that we have and give us new life and lord i want to faithfully preach the gospel and so that people are able to understand it and receive it in the name of jesus our lord i pray amen 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 well we can see in this picture this uh, true story in the bible about this man who was a vicious criminal in fact we, we wouldn't know anything at all about barabbas if it wasn't for the gospel record there are a lot of people like that you don't know anything about them anywhere in history except for they were associated with Jesus at some point. Mm-hmm. And Barabbas was a, a notable criminal. He was n- notorious. He was well known. He was. Uh, do you remember the story that Jesus told about the the Good Samaritan? There was a man going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he was set upon by thieves and robbers and they stripped him naked and they beat him and stole all his stuff and left him for dead. I believe that's the kind of robber that Barabbas was. He was also in jail for insurrection and and sedition. Sedition would be speaking out against the government that God has. Insurrection would be rising up against them and trying to overthrow the government. So we don't know exactly what the details are, but he was and in the middle of doing this insurrection, he committed murder. We might call him a terrorist today. So he he had uh, he was well known. He had been captured. He'd been evidently we don't know the details, but he was in prison in bonds along with those who had uh, participated in this. And he was rightfully judged, rightfully in prison. 
and rightfully ready to be executed. And in fact, I believe that this all happened on the day that he was getting ready to be executed. They had scheduled his execution date, and that's the day that all this happened. But praise God, when I stand before God, God's throne, rightfully, have, having broken God's law and rightfully deserve death and deserve punishment and being thrown into hell, then I'll also, like Barabbas, be able to say, Jesus took my place. Yeah. That's just an incredible thought. Amen. You know, Jesus was totally innocent. They said all kinds of vicious things against him. He didn't open his mouth. He did not retaliate. He was the only innocent man that ever lived. And you compare the two. You have Barabbas, who's a basically a thug, terrorist and you say well he's the scum of the earth and now you have Jesus who went around doing good and healing people casting out devils everybody knew what kind of person Jesus was yet they spoke against him and that's the one they chose it says in Luke 23 25 he delivered Jesus to their will so the will of the people was they would rather choose the only righteous man who ever lived the savior of the world and destroy him and they let the murderer go we actually we have people in right now in this world that would make the same choice again brother Justin spoke this morning about the division that Jesus came to bring on the earth Jesus said I did not come to bring peace but a sword well right now Jesus is dividing countries Government, family. Amen. And it's based on, are you going to follow Jesus or are you not going to follow Jesus? And that's the dividing point. But even today, there are people who would make the same choice and reject Jesus. Well, all I can do is tell you the true story of what, what happened here when Barabbas was let go and Jesus was crucified in his place. And the, what this means that I'd like to tell you is that same divine exchange is available for everyone. If you will turn to Christ and believe in Him, this divine exchange, all the blessings of God are available in Christ. And without Him, you don't get any of the blessings and you deserve all the punishment that God can give you. So we notice in the text, there was a a custom to release somebody at the feast. And I assume that would be to, because the Jews were in, uh, under the power of the Romans, and they didn't care too much for that. So we don't know anything at all about this custom, but evidently it was to make them pacified so they would feel better about having the uh, Roman government boot on their throat. Pilate knew that Jesus was innocent. Three times, it says, he tried to release them. Three times, he said, well, what... What has he done? What, what fault has he committed? His wife, Pilate's wife, in the, um, came, it says in Matthew 27. 
I believe. I just <laughs> read it. Pilate's wife came. Well, she had a dream. Yes. And she, uh, she told Pilate, have nothing to do with this just man. I've been troubled in a dream. Uh-huh. Well, the, the texts, the only thing that we know about Barabbas is in Matthew 27, Luke 23, Mark 15, and John 18 and 19. And at the moment, I can't remember where the text is, but you, you think of all the, all the things that had to happen for Jesus to be crucified. It could have been very easy for him to have been let go. Pilate could have released him. He knew he was innocent. He sent him to Herod. Herod could have released him. Yes. Herod could have put a stop to the whole thing. But they took him back mm-hmm. to Pilate. And here he is standing in front of Pilate at the judgment seat. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a picture. Yes. In the future, we will be standing at, the, at God's right. judgment seat. That's right. But God's overall plan right. from the very beginning, before the creation of the world, mm-hmm. was that Jesus would die. That's right. Amen. So you notice how every detail could have happened a different way. Mm-hmm. The, the soldiers in the garden, they fell back when Jesus said, I am. Yeah. Well, they got back up and arrested him. Mm-hmm. You know, all these details could have happened just a slightly different way, and Jesus would not have been crucified, and we would be dead in our sins. You notice also in this text that the, uh, the Jews, especially the leadership of the Jews, the Sanhedrin, the elders, the chief priests, they were the ones instigating this whole thing. Mm-hmm. They were the ones riling up the crowd to getting them into a foul mood to reject Jesus. Now remember, just a few days before, Jesus had rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. And they all proclaimed him king, king of the Jews. We call it the triumphal entry. Now just a short time later, just a week later, they're all up in arms against him, and they ended up having Jesus crucified. The, the crowd just demanded mm-hmm. that Jesus be crucified, and yeah. they said that uh, his blood be on us and our children. Mm-hmm. Amen. They knew he was innocent, but they convicted him anyway. I want to point out, though, Barabbas was rightfully in prison. He had committed yeah. the crime. That's right. He was rightfully in bonds, rightfully scheduled to die. And if Jesus hadn't been there that morning, he would have died on the cross. There was three crosses. The middle one was for Barabbas. Mm-hmm. Had the two thieves on either side. I, be- I believe that those two were some of the people that had been captured with Barabbas. I mean, it doesn't say, but the text says he was in, uh, that Barabbas was in prison along with those who had committed the insurrection. So I gather that Barabbas was the ringleader. But whatever it is, that was Barabbas's cross with his compatriots. Jesus took his place on the cross. I'll tell you, Jesus took my place and your place yes, in the punishment of God. That's right. God rightfully will pour out his wrath on sin. And if you haven't had your sins removed by the blood of Jesus Christ, 
then you're going to face the wrath of God someday. It's not a pleasant thing, but this is part of the gospel that I need to tell you. And this is a perfect picture of the substitute, the innocent taking the place of the guilty. I don't know about you, but I would be rightfully guilty of sins against God. David said, against thee and thee alone have I sinned. Well, you might have done things against people broken the law of the government or the morals of the surrounding populace. But you've got to realize that it was God that is the one that you've offended with your actions and your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the one who took my place and your place on the cross. He took Barabbas' place on the cross. Jesus took my place and your place, right. taking the wrath of God that happened while he was on the cross, I, want, I meant to say. So we notice that the guilty man was set free. The innocent man was the one who was condemned, beaten, and tortured. Now I want to point out also to you that Barabbas received a full pardon from the governor. There's no record of him ever having been retried, thrown in jail again. There's no record of him ever being crucified again, executed for his crimes. When he was set free, he was set free. And if you've been set free by the Lord Jesus, free. praise God, free at last. Amen. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen. So this, the text talks about this vicious, wicked man. Well, I can put myself in Barabbas' shoes. My uh, sins against God I rightfully deserve all the punishment God would throw at me. The exchange of Barabbas for Jesus is a beautiful picture of what has happened for each sinner who believes in Jesus Christ and has his sins forgiven and taken away, has his guilt and condemnation removed, has his punishment of death paid for by a substitute, has his curse removed and replaced with a blessing, and receives a full pardon and is set free. The Father took our sins and put them on his son Jesus Christ, who was made to be sin for us, that we might be made righteous in the eyes of God. The Father cursed his own son so that we might receive a blessing. Jesus Christ takes our condemnation and our guilt on himself and became the substitute who died our death that we deserved so that we might be set free as now being made righteous. That is the picture of Barabbas being set free and Jesus taking his place on the cross. And you wouldn't know a thing about it if it wasn't in the Gospels here. That's just a beautiful picture the blessing that we have, Jesus as our substitute, taking our place. The scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5.21, For he hath made him to be 
sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That's the divine exchange. God takes the sin and the guilt and the condemnation and that evil heart and a mind that's corrupt Mm -hmm. and a conscience that's defiled Mm -hmm. and takes the wrath that you would deserve rightfully. And he takes it all away because our substitute, Jesus, suffered and died in our place and took the sins away. That is good news. Amen. I want to tell everyone who's listening, if you're uh, you're not a Christian, I urge you to turn to Christ. You don't know when you might die. You may leave here tonight and die of a heart attack or choke on some food or whatever. You don't know what's going to happen. You may live another 100 years. Well, with medical science, it's possible. But at the end, you're going to die. And you're going to face the judgment seat of God. Now, the question is, what do you do with Christ? But if you're a Christian... And you've already received this. I would like you to be thankful for this. But I also like to continue now in exhorting you and edifying you with the thought, now you've received this forgiveness of sins. Jesus, substitute, has died in your place Mm -hmm. and taken all that away and given you all the blessings of God. Mm -hmm. Now consider all the blessings that God has to give to us only because of Christ and not apart from Christ. But I want to continue with this thought about the divine exchange. We have the I still have need that only God can meet. And it's only available through the divine exchange. I still have times when I'm confused. I need God's wisdom. That's only God has made wisdom, has made Jesus Christ to be for us wisdom. There are times when I'm troubled. I need the peace of God. And I've already received the atonement. But I'd like to continue thinking about the, the blessings that we still need from God that are only available in Christ. We have we have uh, so many things that we need from to survive in this life. And there, there's a lot of people that have a lot of needs. Now, you've already received <coughs> the forgiveness of your sins. I don't know what it is that you might need, but I, I look at it, y'all, and I know that some of you have uh, difficulties with your bodies starting to give out a little bit. You may have, uh, you may have the need of, uh, well, 
How am I going to pay this bill? You may, you may have uh, torment in your mind that's still bothering you. You may wake up in the middle of the night and not be able to sleep because of mm-hmm. thoughts that trouble you. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, I know that the Lord Jesus can help you. Amen. Amen. The Lord Jesus can can give you the blessing that you need. Amen. Brother Justin rightfully pointed out that if a person turns to Christ, it doesn't magically make everything better. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have, uh, in your family, you have a family member who's opposed to Christ. That's going to create a division right there. So no matter what you do, turning to Christ is not going to make that better because that's a divine separation that's already occurred because they've turned away from Christ and you're turning towards Christ, that's not going to make that relationship better. But let me tell you, if both people, if all the family members are seeking Christ, mm-hmm. that will, mm-hmm. there will be peace in that family mm-hmm. because yeah. God has instituted that. Yeah. If you don't have the, if you don't know what you should, what you're supposed to do, if you're looking at the future, And you just don't know where to turn. And you know you're a Christian. And you know you've received the forgiveness of your sins. But I'm telling you, every blessing that God has yeah. is available in Christ. Amen. 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 God is the one that can direct your steps. That's right. Amen. God is the one that can give you the peace that you need. That's right. He can take, if you have hurt in your life Mm -hmm. that you're holding on to, or a grudge, he can take that grudge, take it away. That's right. I'm just telling you, the need that you have Mm -hmm. can only be satisfied with Christ. If you turn to any other source, it will not be satisfied. Amen. And you'll regret it. I want to just recap Mm -hmm. with information about Barabbas. Mm -hmm. I don't know who will be listening to this. Mm -hmm. There may be people who are Christians and people who are not Christians. But I just want to point out that Barabbas was rightfully condemned. Yes, that's right. But his place was taken by the innocent man. His substitute took his place. And he had not done anything to earn mm-hmm. this. It was a gift. We would, we would say, from our perspective, a gift of God's grace that mm-hmm. Jesus took his place. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything to... He didn't serve his time. He didn't, uh, I mean, the crime is uh, a capital crime, so he'd be put to death for it. He couldn't pay his way out. He couldn't do, well, 600 years of community service or whatever it is. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. What are you going to do when the punishment is death? You can't get out of that. He hadn't done anything to merit going free. 
He didn't deserve it. But think about this exchange that took place. Yeah. Barabbas was set free. Mm-hmm. His curse mm-hmm. was taken away. You know, whoever was hanged on a tree was cursed. That mm-hmm. He would have been cursed. Amen. Jesus took the curse. God Amen. put a curse on him instead. Mm-hmm. The suffering on the cross that Barabbas had to suffer, Jesus suffered it. Yes. Now, what happened to Barabbas when Jesus took his place? The innocence of Jesus was transferred to him. I mean, well, Pilate said, let him go. He gave him a pardon. He was now considered innocent in the eyes of the law. When Jesus takes your place, God says, that's a righteous man. He's innocent because Jesus took his place. The transference, my sin, to Jesus, the righteousness of Jesus to me, and to you if you accept this. All of the privileges and rights mm-hmm. that belonged to Jesus now belong to me. Amen. Yes. I can't comprehend that. So think about tonight where we stand in Barabbas' shoes. We haven't reached the judgment yet. Right. For all of you Christians, I urge you to stand fast in the truth and to keep pursuing Christ with all your heart and be thankful that Christ has become our substitute to take our place. If you're not a Christian, you've just heard the gospel that God will punish your sin and the punishment is death in hell mm-hmm. everlasting torment but Jesus died to take away the sin and if you believe in him he'll take your sin away Amen. and give you his righteousness mm-hmm. you know this idea about the curse that uh, the person who's hanged on a tree was cursed in the law in Deuteronomy. God made Jesus to be a curse. Amen. But think about the, the end. It's uh, the thought occurs to me in Matthew 25. This is at the judgment. Jesus has taken the curse away. But if a person rejects Jesus, here's what, here's the words of the judge. Then he shall say also to them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Jesus has taken the curse. But if you reject Christ, then you're cursed of God. But here's, here's what he has to say for those who have put their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ with, through faith and obedience. Mm-hmm. This is Matthew 25, 34. Then shall the king say to them on his right hand, uh-huh. Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Instead of a curse, we get a blessing. And I praise God for that. 
I remind you that the blessing that you need is only available in Jesus Christ. Whatever that blessing might be. Now, I'm not talking physical blessings, although God does care about your well-being. He does care about your job situation or your marriage or your friendships, where you're going to get the things you need. He says he'll take care of our uh, food and raiment and our place to live and things like that. But I'm talking about the things that you need to make it through this life. We need strength in our inner man. We just prayed about that. We need peace in our heart. If, you don't, if you're not experiencing these blessings of God, I urge you to run right to the throne of grace and get those blessings that you need. The ultimate blessing, we're, we're looking towards the end of our faith. When the Lord takes us into the presence of the Father, if we, if we don't deny Him, if we, if we deny Him, He will deny us in the presence of the Father. But if, if we confess Him before men, He will confess us before His Father. Amen. That's the blessing we're looking for, eternal blessing. Now, by faith, we can see these and experience these right now. We don't have to wait till we get to heaven to experience all the blessings. Now, the fullness of the blessing will, when, is when we get to heaven to be with Him. Amen. But God will give you the peace and wisdom, a clean conscience, a new heart, everything you need to make it through this life and to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to remind you in, uh, that it's in Genesis chapter 20 when uh, God told a, a wicked king that he had kept him from sinning against God. It's in Genesis chapter 20 is the actual location of it. And if God can keep a wicked king from sinning, uh-huh. he can keep you from sinning. If you, yeah. When the temptation comes, you turn to him. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for putting up with my uh, rambling. But I just want to point out the divine exchange available as we uh, saw in the text from Barabbas and how Jesus took his place as the substitute. Thank you.